0: Welcome to Larry Reedy's America. This is the gun version. And uh, we had a pretty long one uh, on the the Friends the last time. Uh, This will be much shorter. Uh, Hopefully we'll get out in 20 minutes. Uh, So we're on to the Friends portion of uh, Batesville Shooter and Friends. The first review tonight is from Indiana Shooter and Collector. I am very grateful to a friend of mine for inviting me to his home so I could look at his gun collection. Due to the size and value of his collection, I will protect his anonymity. His name in this publication is Indiana Shooter and Collector. I was overwhelmed by the custom and the rare guns. The shooter has four custom rifles that reach out accuracy to 1,000 yards. The barrels and suppressors are one unit. I looked at a photo of a three-shot group at 1,000 yards that would fit in a quarter. I'm going to post several images. They all have a story, but I was so busy admiring his collection, I didn't write notes. One of the most exciting guns, in my opinion, was his 1894 Parker 12-gauge shotgun. The Browning safe door is the entrance to shooter's gun room. All of the shooter's firearms have a story. I think if I spent 40 hours with him and his weapons, I would write a minimum of 75 pages and have at least 200 photos. The custom bench rifle below weighs 32 pounds and it's a 1,000-yard gun. The custom-made Gatlin gun below left was made by the shooter using Ruger 1022 rifles. A pair of Colt Pythons never fired or below at the bottom are two single-action Colt revolvers. I believe the photo above is a 1964 Browning below are more guns in the Shooter's collection. Uh, so we really didn't do a review on the guns, but th- this this collection, uh, and I've got another one coming up that's even more than Indiana Shooter. but. I'm telling you, when you look at the quality of these guns, and his 32-pound range gun, I mean, you have to you have to be on a shooter's deck. There, there's no way. Uh, I mean, you could do it from the prone position with a pro- tie uh, with a bipod, but you couldn't do it sitting. You couldn't do it standing. It's just too heavy. But And it's beautiful. All his guns are just, they're magnificent. They're perfect condition. Now, we're going on to the next friend of mine, uh, Jay Flutterman. In fact, uh, Jay's photo is on the uh, uh, front of my book, Batesville Shooter and Friends. Jay's from Batesville, Indiana. Here's his little review. My favorite firearm is my Model 1894 Winchester 30-30, lever action with an octagon barrel, manufactured in 1918. The Winchester was one of my dad's guns. I probably fired this gun way more than dad ever did, because when I was younger, I was always getting it out of his gun cabinet when he was not home and shooting it. It's in good shape pretty accurate at 100 yards with open sights. Coyotes didn't stand a chance. Of course, it's special to me because it was my dad's and second, one of the best made, ha- made rifles I've ever seen. Uh, the photo, it's, this is one beautiful gun. I mean, I, uh, it, you know, this is the only time I wish, I should probably be on YouTube. So I could show you these photos But uh, again That's not going to happen The next This is Dale Enneking Dale's also from Batesville, Indiana I'll start this off A friend of mine, Dale Enneking Allowed me to borrow His Colt Anaconda 44 Magnum to shoot and review His review Of this classic revolver Was short and sweet he thinks the trigger balance sights and accuracy are excellent. My review coincides with his with a few exceptions. I was comparing the anaconda to my super Red Hawk. I like the anaconda better, except the Red Hawk's grips are wider and a more excellent fit for me. The gun is well made but not the same quality as at a Colt Python. Testing the anaconda was an absolute pleasure. I was target shooting from 25 feet to 30 feet. During my first six rounds, I fired double action while moving and I was pointing and shooting. The photo of my target shooting was stationary, rapid fire single action, the 44 Magnum is so accurate that I think if I had paused a few seconds before each shot, I would have destroyed the bullseye. I like the gun, but two to insane prices. I will probably never own one. Uh, since you know, since this came out, I still don't own the old Anaconda, but I own a new Colt 357 Python and a new Colt 44 Magnum, and Anaconda. And in my opinion, the new ones are much better than the old ones. Even though the old ones are bringing the money because uh, uh, Colt didn't make them too long, they come back with these new ones. And the trigger, just the quality of the build, they're great. Okay, next, we're going to my brother, Ron. My brother, Ron Reedy, Loveland, Colorado. A 91-year-old can still shoot. My brother, Ron, will be 92 years old in December, and he still loads his ammo and goes to the range when he's not dealing with health issues. Ron was shooting uh, a large targets with a Remington 700 ADL chambered in 308 win at 100 yards when he was 88 years old. About five months ago at 25 yards with a Rossi M92 44 Magnum, he was hitting a bullseye 20 out of 20 shots. I will be 80 in January and if I'm alive at his age, I hope I have all my mental and physical facilities to hit small steel plates too. That review was August twenty-second, two thousand and eighteen. Ron died earlier this year, at age ninety-three. He was a World War II veteran and part of the Greatest Generation. I really miss both my brothers, and um, you know, uh, I'm this this was uh this was four almost 5 years ago when uh when we did uh, when he did his review but uh, he you know he he well he did his review about almost 6 years ago but when he died about 5 years ago it's uh you know you can't live forever but Boy, it's it's tough, and as I age, and a lot of my friends and some relatives die, and it's it's a a tough road to go. Okay, next we have Brad Milon, Batesville, Indiana. I'm posting a CZ 75 review from Brad Milon. I've not fired a CZ 75 or any CZ pistol, so I researched. The CZ 75. Every review that I read or watched on YouTube was positive. I hope that I can talk Brandon to allow me to shoot the CZ 75 this spring. That was ed- I edited that December 8th, 2020. The CZ 75 SP-01 9 millimeter. Is an all steel full size piston with a 4.7 inch barrel. The SP 101 carries an unloaded weight of around 39 ounces, 1913 accessory rail, and a true dot night sights. The CZ comes with two 18 round high capacity magazines, the SP 01 is a two 18 round, oh, well, I'm sorry, I read that, is a single double action pistol with an ambidextrous safety. For anyone searching for a nine millimeter pistol, the SP-01 would be an excellent example for one with modest recoil, supreme accuracy, and unmatched ergonomics. It's a beautiful gun and a joy to shoot if you're like me you will have a hard time putting this pistol down that review was december 2016. uh, the first review i edited that in 2020 and the reason i edited it because i had purchased that cz 75 and i and i also have another cz a p10 uh, compact which it's just they're both great guns okay this is an interesting review first time I was ever ever shot this Eric Blanken from Batesville Indiana who uh actually is spending uh quite a bit of time running a uh plant in uh in Mexico so uh I recently had the pleasure of shooting an FN PS90. Eric from Batesville allowed me to shoot and review his PS90. Eric has an unusual rifle, and it's not cheap. MSRP is 1499 dollars without a red dot optic. Once we got the optic zeroed at 25 yards, it was very accurate and fun to shoot. After we finished shooting the FN, I did some research and watched some videos on YouTube. The muzzle velocity is 2,034 feet per second, which is almost twice the speed of sound. The ammo was 40 grand VMAX, manufactured by Hornady for FN, FN I should say. We did not shoot beyond 25 yards because it shoots flat. I think it will be on the money at 50 yards with a slight drop at 100 yards. The distance from the optic to the barrel is about five inches. So if you're zero to 25 yards and decide you wanna shoot at 25 feet, you will have to shoot over the top of the target. Very easy takedown for cleaning, but the ammo is expensive. The best I found was $1,120 for 2,000 rounds. $0.56 per round is more than I pay for a 308 Win Mag. There are some excellent videos on YouTube for this bullpup rifle. Eric likes the 50 round magazine, the size, the trigger, and the red dot scope once we zeroed it at 25 yards. He also won the easing loading and the ejection from the bo- bottom of this unique firearm. This review was May 2nd, 2019. It's quite an interesting gun. Um, I, I don't know that I would ever buy it because uh, I like my CZ Scorpion and, and I think I like it better with shooting a nine millimeter, although uh, shooting fifty rounds out of this is it's unbelievable. Okay, next is Jeremiah Volk from Greensburg, Indiana. Jeremiah happens to be married to my granddaughter, uh, Caroline. They have three children now. And uh, I just, uh, Caroline, you really got a good one in Jeremiah. The gun above is a Ruger Super Blackhawk. I've been able to shoot this firearm on numerous occasions with my dad. This gun was a very reliable gun to own. I've experienced zero issues or errors while shooting it. Due to the great experience I've had while using it, I would rate it at 100% reliability. The gun feels very comfortable while holding it and handling it. The balance while handling the firearm is good, but not great. While shooting, however, I have noticed numerous times that the accuracy is not the best. I believe the inaccuracy is due to the barrel being shorter. Even with the short barrel and poor accuracy, the Ruger is a quality revolver. I would recommend this firearm for anyone for a decent handgun at the end of the day. Uh, Jeremiah did this review September 29th of 2020. Okay, now we have my wife's cousin, Bob Profiter from Sugar Grove, Ohio. Okay. Bob starts out. I purchased the M&P Shield 2.0 9mm to carry it daily. I tried several other 9mm and based on how the Shield fit my hand, along with being accurate and affordable, all parts equal in my choosing the Shield. I won't waste time on specs as they are available online. I do like the white dot sights, two at the rear, and one at the front. As I said, the shield fits my hand for comfort, balance, and grip. The clip ejects and not releases. Basically, it's the magazine, but uh, some people still call them clips. The shield came with a safety, which I wanted as a hammer round in the chamber at all times. After firing the first 50 rounds, and adjusted the trigger pull, I consistently shot a five inch group at 15 to 20 feet. I put well over a couple of thousand rounds through it and never encountered any problems. Many will prefer the Glock or other brands, but this was the best match for my hands and need. I also opted instead of inside or outside the waistband to use a Sneaky Pete holster. I've been carrying for over three years now, and no one has questioned me on this. Uh, Bob Reviews was October 2nd, 2020, and I I think we're going to end this portion here and pick up... uh, uh, our our next we'll, our next review will be starting off with Scott Bollinger, and that's a good one also. Uh, but I, I want to tell you, when we're done with the gun reviews for my friends, um, the gun portion of Larry Reedy's America is going to come to an end. But... We are still going to have Larry Reed's America, but we're going to call it something else, and it's going to be a little bit different. Just to give you an idea of what it's going to be, the numbering, and we'll be in by then, i am probably be into September, so this will be my second season, as in... I forget what the date is in September, but um, uh, I'll be in in with uh, the three podcasts. Uh, The number one was the most lengthy, but we'll we'll have over 100 podcasts uh, at at the end of the year. But here's my idea, and I think it's going to be fun. The way this will be numbered, it'll show Larry Rees America HH or episode HH1 HH is for Happy Hour and what we're going to do I'll give you an example Larry Reedy's ultimate conversation at hot Happy Hour is with Thomas Jefferson we are going to have people who if they could go to history or present time, or even back in biblical, it can be sports. Somebody who they admire and they would really like to sit down and talk to, uh, it's going to take some research because like Thomas Jefferson, for instance, man, he, I think he graduated from college at 15. He's he's done so many things. I'm going it, to, it might be, um, we're going to try and keep these at 30 minutes or less, but it might go longer with Thomas. Um, another friend of mine has already agreed to get started on this because uh, I haven't told anybody else, but Ted Snedeker, and it's going to be Ted Snedeker's ultimate conversation at Happy Hour is going is. General George Patton. Ted is pretty much of a historian besides a terrific author and this should be interesting. And I'm hoping that a lot of people feel the same way I do because people are taking the easy way today. Not, not many people are reading history books. Even though they're interested in history, they got busy times, and I think that's why podcasts are being so successful. Drive time back and forth to work, or if they're doing something, instead of listening to the same old music, they listen to a podcast. And I, 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 I just think that this should really, really be an interesting segment. And I could be wrong. It could be a flop. But we're going to find out... After this ends, and I I believe it's going to be uh, probably end of August, uh, the gun reviews. So we're going to follow that up right away. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the gun so far. And again, we will have a podcast from the Gibson, which will bring up accessories available. We'll bring up home protection, but I did want to get the reviews in for people that have eyesight problems and people that just don't want to spend twenty nine ninety five for a book. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, let's close out. Let's close out with the uh, Star Spangled Banner, and God bless you. God bless the United States of America, and I will talk to you on the next podcast.